This is the EWN Podcast Network. There's no, there's no set way to do this, but if you really start to look and build your marketing from the inside out, and that means really getting clear about who you are at your, at your very essence, your strengths, your passions, your values, and then looking at your stories that shape, have shaped you in your life, all of that is going to give you clues into how you really take that essence of you and start to build it into the essence of your brand. It's Lift As We Climb, a show that shares secrets about growing your business from the Eat Women Premier Success Coaches and outstanding members from all around the world. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, and your host of the show. On today's show, we will travel the globe and break a few rules. Sounds like fun. We will learn the five marketing rules you should break from Premier Success Coach Cami Gildner, and we'll head international and check in with Australia's Managing Director, Bron Watson. While hanging out down under, we'll also talk about how to do a better job of standing out on social media. And don't forget our May giveaway of three months of audible.com. Details on that later in the show. Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge. The LinkedIn Lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star. And Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. The world is changing fast. We know it. But right now, things are moving so quickly that marketers have changed their messaging twice already, and that's just during the shutdown. If you think back to the start of our business disruption in late March, most marketers quickly pivoted to this soft, emotional salute to first responders and essential workers and hospital professionals. It was so common and so widespread that memes sprouted up mocking the corporate babble saying, we're all in this together. Well, just this week, I noticed a shift in the marketing tone. The major advertisers are now talking about their services and teaching their customers how they can use their products. For example, a pizza place did a demonstration on their delivery technique. An auto parts store shows how touchless curbside pickup works and deliveries also available. And a cleaning company showed not only how they clean your office, but how they disinfect prior to your employees returning to work. There's a definite shift going on, and the shift is towards how you can still serve your customers while keeping them safe. Consider that as you build your marketing messages in the near future. Now, that might be helpful, but sometimes it's helpful not to listen to anybody. In fact, Premier Success Coach Cami Gildner says that sometimes best practices aren't always going to work for you and your business. She has five rules of marketing that we should break. Five rules we should break. Cami, thanks for coming on the show. In general, we seem to be pushed towards doing our marketing the same way as everyone else. Is it dangerous to think about one size fits all when it comes to marketing? Oh, absolutely. And it's, I mean, I'm a, I'm a classically trained marketer, right? I was a, that's my, my degree in college was marketing. I worked 20 plus years in the corporate world as a, as a VP of marketing and branding. So traditional marketing has definitely been a part of who I am. And I have been in my own business for nearly 11 years. And so I've had a lot of you know trials and, and what worked and what did not work in my business. And what I started to really realize was that it's time to really change up some of the marketing that is in our world, especially as coaches. And I think that's a, a place that I'm really passionate about is, is really helping coaches and consultants 
find their way to build and grow their business in a way that's aligned to who they are. And I think some of the traditional ways of marketing and branding leave some of that behind. And I mean, and I discovered these from my own, you know, tr- you know, what worked for me and what did not work for me. Where did my business grow? Where did my business get stale over the course of the 11 years? I mean, I can look at my my growth trends in my business and I know when my business was really growing and when it would get flat or would even there was a year that it dropped. And I know I can go back to those times and see that there was things that I had shifted in my marketing that no longer were aligned with who I am. Well, now you've got my attention. Yeah, so what are the go. five let's rules go. to break? Come on, yeah, let's so go. The very first one is to build your marketing from the inside out. So, you know, there's a lot of shiny stars out there that we can, you know, we can say, oh, I'm going to go grow my business. You know, there's five steps to growing your business to whatever, right? I mean, so there's all these very shiny claims and stars and there's no, there's no set way to do this. But if you really start to look and build your marketing from the inside out, and that means really getting clear about who you are at your, at your very essence, your strengths, your passions, your values, and then looking at your stories that shape have shaped you in your life. All of that is going to give you clues into how you really take that essence of you and start to build it into the essence of your brand. So that's building your brand from the inside out. And I love to ask like, I love to ask fun questions like, okay, what's the essence of your brand? Or my favorite one is if your brand was an animal, what would it be? <laughs> right? Because you get clues. So this, this is a good one for you, Pat. So if, yeah. if your brand was an animal, what would it be? Oh, if my brand was an animal, what would it be? I have no idea what it would yeah, be. Which, That's such a good question. I've never thought about anything like that. Right. What do you expect? Like when you ask someone that question, do they often react with, I never thought about it? Or do they know I'm like, oh, I'm a pony? Um, it, it's all over. You get the spectrum all over. But but the question, I mean, it's, it's, it's not so much the, the clue. I mean, so what whatever um, somebody comes up with, it's, it's, you go, it gives you ways to go deeper with that, right? So um, as you pause, does anything come for you? No, no. I, I, I can't think of anything. You, you really, <laughs> me. it's not often that I'm speechless. I'm, okay, now I've got homework and I will yeah, yeah, email. Exactly. You. I can, and then it's, you just what get curious about it. It's like, you know, so for example, yeah. um, I've asked people this question and, and they might say, I mean, well, I'll, I'll just use my own. Like when I was rebranding my business several years ago, I, I sat down with that question. It was like, if my brand was an animal, what would it be? And what came to me was a whale. And I was like, well, a whale, that's really a weird thing. So then I started journaling on it. I was like, why a whale, right? And and so what came to that, you know, when I started digging into it, it's like, you know, a whale really likes to go deep. And like, you know, so I like to go deep into people's stories and who they are and get to that, that inner inside of them. But then they also can really breach out of the water as they come up out of it. So there's like humongous strength as they, you know, as they, you know, come up out of the water and they're jumping into the air. So there's, there's both sides of that. And so that's what I really played with when I was building my brand. What was, was why that, why did that come up with me? And just to totally trust whatever comes up for you in the first time. And you may not even, you may not know exactly why it came to you, and then you just get curious about it. That's a fascinating question. I will do my homework and get back to you. And sometimes a question like that is why you need a coach, because people will say, oh, well, I've always thought I was this. And that's the story maybe they've been telling themselves right. this whole time. It's not exactly 
who they authentically are. Okay, I'll do my homework on that. Yeah. What's the second rule that we should the be breaking? The second rule, and this is, I mean, as a, as a classically trained marketing person, I would have to- never told you I would say this, you know, 15 years ago. I would have been, because this is where we always started with, was, and, and what I say is, is there's no such thing as competition. And the reason I say this is because when we build our brand from the inside out, that who we are, aligned to who we are, strengths of who we are, no one else can own your brand. You build a brand that is uniquely yours. And so if you are building this brand that is uniquely yours and you're standing in your stories, you're going to be attracting to you the, the people who who your stories resonate with, right? And nobody's, I mean, nobody else has the same stories you have. So really, this they, they they go hand in hand, right? It's build your brand so the, from the inside out. But when you do that, you own a brand that only you can own, and it really moves out the, the competitive approach to building a business, and allows you to step into a much more collaborative approach to building business. I'm, I work with business coaches all the time, and we we do collaborative type efforts. And the reason we can do that is because we're each owning who we are. And we're, you know, my, my clients will get something really unique from, from them and their clients will get something really unique from me. And that's where there's so much more power and it's so much more expansive and it's, it's an expansive energy in how we show up in our business. It lowers the stress, improves competition, like you were talking about, but it also, I think it allows you to drive rate and be comfortable in who you are. Right. You're not trying to race to the bottom on your price because there are competitors. If you don't want to work with me, that's cool right. that you're not going to find me in anywhere else, but that's fine. I'm going to charge X and be comfortable with that. That's that's a really good one. So what's the third rule we should break when it comes to marketing? This is my favorite. Ooh. Yeah. And and because there's a lot of this. Animal question? The animal question was really good. <laughs> my favorite is, is because we see a lot of this out in, in, in the, the coaching industry and the consulting industry where there it's it's stop the pain based scarcity marketing and you see it everywhere right it's like you know there's there's some really ugly headlines out there there's headlines there's there's um stories that people are you know talking about in their marketing that is really pulling people down energetically and it pulls them down to they're not enough and there's scarcity and if you don't do this this plays into the fear and um, all of those kinds of approaches to marketing feel to me really sleazy. And it, as a coach, my job is not to pull people down. My, my job is to really help people see the possibilities of what's there for them. So I love to play in marketing. And then we have to understand the, the pains and the challenges that somebody's in. We have to understand the emotions associated with that. But the, the one step that I take my clients through that's one step further beyond that is to start talking about what is it that your clients most desire, your ideal people most desire. And so if you can really get into the heads of, the, of your, your ideal clients and the conversations that they're having around what is it that they are really desiring, you can start to speak to that. And then you really move into a, a much more aspirational marketing versus a pain-filled um, scarcity approach to marketing. Yeah, there's a different way to talk about getting healthier. It's not just saying don't eat cookies. It's saying, wouldn't you like to run a 5K? You know, it's a way of positioning mm-hmm. it that makes someone think about the positive results 
of working with you. Right. Okay, these are great. So if that was your favorite one, I'm sure four and five are going to be even better. So what's four? So four is throwing out the formulas. And, you know, it's like you can see the form and you can see the formulas when people write marketing content. And, you know, we've been around in, in, in the world of marketing enough to, to quickly recognize um, you know, this is for you if da, 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 da. And, you know, you can start to follow those formulas that are out there. And when I talked about my business where it was going along and it went really flat and then it actually dropped, it was when I really shifted to using a lot of those marketing formulas. And I think when we when we get caught into doing marketing formulas, one, we start to sound like everybody else. And two, we lose track of this uh, connection to who we are building our brand from the inside out. And so um, that's my fourth one is to throw out the marketing formulas and really focus on building a brand around who you are at your very essence and then learning to speak your client's love language and that aspirational marketing. Okay. So the big finish, the fifth rule we should be breaking when it comes to marketing is? Say no to the hustle. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean? So in growing our businesses is if we can really, if we can really tune into who we're serving, why we're serving, and really be in this pathway of, of our purpose-driven work so that we're building our our businesses because we know we're out there, we're, we're meant to make a difference. You can get much more into the flow of, uh, of approach of attracting people into your biz- business versus in a, 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 a drive, drive, drive. I mean, and I think this is such a perfect time right now. And in, 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 in these times that we're in with COVID, right? I mean, we've, a lot of people have really are in a different space of, of, you know, we're not driving all over the place. We are not going, we're actually in a place where we can really tune in. We can make space for ourselves. We can be introspective. And at the same time, we can show up for our clients in our communities in a way that we're really serving. And that is so much more attractive than the drive, drive, drive and, and the grasping at clients. You know, right now for me, I can I can tell you that I've made a really big shift right now where I am. I My focus is on my clients. My focus is on my communities. How can I help you? And that's a different conversation. And it's not about hustle. Isn't it interesting listening to those five rules of marketing we should break? They all kind of center around the same idea of be yourself, stand tall, put yourself out there, own who you are and run for office on that thing. And when you listen to marketing people, especially if you don't know what you're doing, oftentimes you'll copy their strategy, not their tactics, and you'll become who you are not and then do their tactics. And then you're not yourself doing what they say you should do. If I'm hearing you right, You should own who you are. That's your strategy. And then there are some great tactics you can copy. There are some great ways to put your message out there, but you cannot copy that true strategy brand essence. And it sounds like that's what you steer people towards. It absolutely is. And I think as, as you, as you step into this essence of who you are in your brand and show up in all your brightest light and, and do the work, and I think this is really important to add on to all of this, is to do that work. If, if the whole world could hear one message from you, what would it be? And find the clarity in your message. Find the clarity in how you want to make a difference with your the work that you bring to, to your communities. And if you really can own that and, and that finding your message and, and who, if the whole world could hear one message from you, there's there's got to be edge to it. It's got to be something that 
that you want to put a stake in the ground and, and really stand for, right? And it might be something that's edgy. It might make people stop and think differently. And this is where you want to take all of this. It's like there's so much energy that comes from you into serving your communities, but there's clarity around your messaging. And for some, that could be pretty terrifying to show up authentically and jump out of the plane. But once you're living your business, who you actually are, there's this clarity and comfort level that after a while, it just feels natural because it is natural. You're not putting on a show. It makes everything so much easier. Right. And it doesn't mean that there's not going to be scary moments. When you start stepping on bigger stages and you start, you know, showing up in really all of your bright light, there's going to be moments where you you know, it feels scary. But I think as entrepreneurs, we learn how do we how do we step into that and keep stretching because that uncomfortable place is a place where we can really expand further and grow further. And there's so much forward motion that, that comes with that. If right now in your earbuds, you're on the treadmill and you're asking yourself, well, what am I known for? What is my... Uh, What is my authenticity? Who am I? I'm not sure I could answer Cammie's question of what animal I am and and who I am and who do I want to be when I grow up. Maybe calling her is an idea with one of your premier success coach calls. If someone calls and asks for your help with one of their free coaching sessions, what can they expect? How do you go about it? Well, I really pause to listen where they're at in their business. I mean, that's one thing I start with is, is listening and hearing, right? I want to know where they're at and where they're wanting to go. And then we we do a deep dive real quick. I mean, I'm, I'm really good at being able to see the, the moving pieces and what might be holding somebody from that stretch. Um, I'm very good at being able to go a little bit deeper if they're not, they don't have all of that clarity, you know, around, um, you know, who they're serving and how they're serving. And I think probably one of my biggest gifts is really is I have a huge intuitive bend to me. So I know how to ask the right questions to help people go deeper into that inner knowing that's in them. Um, I, I call it soulful inspired. It's like that soul of us knows where we're wanting to go and, and helping them really unleash that. Well, not only a marketing pro and a premier success coach, an accomplished and award-winning podcaster, tell us about the Extraordinary Women Radio podcast that you host and how can we get that? So if we want more Cammy, we can get it. Oh, I have such, I love my podcast. I'm you're in year three of my podcast at this point. So I've got it. I'm, I think I just launched my 150th episode just wow, a few weeks great. ago. And um, I get to tell the stories of so many amazing, extraordinary women and and I'm, I'm really telling the stories of how, how do we follow this soul path that we're on? How do we do the work that we're meant to do? How do we show up? I'm bringing um, entrepreneurs in. I'm bringing people who are have really gone out and made a difference. Um, I've, I've interviewed some really big names of, of, of women who have made an incredible difference on our world. And... Um, so when I get to tell these stories, they're, they're, they're filled with inspiration. Um, I just did a, a podcast interview with Tosha Silver, which was a huge, huge opportunity to be able to interview her. She has 50,000 followers on her Facebook group. And that episode is just going viral like crazy. And it's really interesting. Just recently, I really wanted to focus on, you know, how do we move through these times um, because it's, it's it's an interesting, challenging time to be moving through. And at the same time, you know, we can take care of ourselves, but then how do we really step into our full light? It's not a time to just, you know, 
play small and, and shrink. It's a time to take care of ourselves first and then step up and go make a difference with our work. Thanks to Premier Success Coach Cami Gildner for the thought-provoking look at marketing. Consider Cami for a free 30-minute coaching call on the eWomen website, and you can find her contact information in the show notes. Well, get comfy because we're going on a long trip to talk to one of my favorite people in the eWomen network. We're headed to Australia to say hello to Australian Managing Director Bron Watson. While we're there, we'll talk about your social media presence and how you can do a better job standing out. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. If you're tired of duct taping together six or seven programs to stay close to your customers, you need to know about Cultivating Sales. Texts, emails, sales funnels, calendars, a course builder, and even a website builder. Cultivating Sales does it all. And they have a secret discount just for Lift As We Climb listeners. Visit cultivatingsales.com slash lift to capture it. That's cultivatingsales.com slash lift. And the LinkedIn Lifestyle, the secret recipe to attract the right people and build authentic relationships on LinkedIn. Get daily content ideas, engagement activities, and profile hacks to stand out on LinkedIn. Market your business, make some noise, and become a LinkedIn star by leading the LinkedIn lifestyle. Visit linkedinlifestyle.com slash star to get the free report, Five Fatal Flaws in Most LinkedIn Profiles. Free now at linkedinlifestyle.com slash star. And the Expressory. Let your team and customers know you're thinking about them by sending a work-from-home care package in the mail from the Expressory. Thoughtful gifts, conveniently shopped and shipped by your personal relationship-building concierge. Text HOME to 414-240-1315 for the work-from-home care package catalog sent instantly to your phone from the Expressory, your relationship-building concierge. Offer ends June 30th, 2020. And don't miss your chance to win three months of Audible.com. We'll give you the info in just a little bit. If you're a member of the eWomen Network somewhere in the United States, you might not be up to speed on how quickly this organization is spreading globally. One of the driving forces for that expansion is Bron Watson. She's the Managing Director of Australia. By adding international chapters, we can get a fresh perspective and diverse voices helping us grow our business. In addition to being the managing director, Bron is also a social media expert. Bron, I know you're up early to talk with us. Thanks for that. Let's talk social media. Where do entrepreneurs get it wrong when it comes to social media? What I think is the biggest challenge, shall I say, uh, getting it wrong is the way they show up. They, I call it wrangling. See, a lot of times, look, I've been in marketing for over two decades and back in the day, don't you love that? Back in the day, you know, you could just put something out, people would read it and they'd buy it, right, or watch it on TV, whereas now that doesn't work. So online people are trying to literally letterbox drop you and it just doesn't work. You can't say, come and buy my thing. It's so much more important about the connection and the collaboration. It's about the relationship. And where they get it wrong is they miss focusing on the relationship rather than, hey, I want some, I'm going to sell you something. So rather than saying, hey, I want to get to know you, what they do 
is that they're saying, here, buy my thing. In a rush to try and sell things, they're cutting straight to the sale rather than developing the relationship. How do you go about developing the relationship and deepening it before you ask for the sale? I think the biggest, so the most important thing is to actually market to your ideal customer. So you've got to know who you are. You've got to know who you're going to sell to. Or it's not even selling. Can I just, I'm actually going to take that thick out. It's you've got to know who you are and you've got to know who that ideal customer is and you want to talk to them. So you go to their world. And once you know, do they like dogs? Are they coffee drinkers? Do they like red wine? You can communicate as a human to human element here, not product or service to human. So if you focus on me as a human, Ron, you've got five kids, you live in Australia, you've been through breast cancer, you could as a business owner start talking to me considering what I've been through or or go through who I am as a person. I'm going to connect with you. It doesn't matter what you're saying because when that copy or that video or that podcast comes into my head and enters the conversation that's already going on, I go, wow, Pat gets me wow, I'm going to listen more or I'm going to look him up or I'm going to follow this guy. I really love what he's saying. So the focus really is not on you and what you do. It's on the relationship. It's on that person. So when you talk to that person in their world using their language because you've done the research and know exactly who they are and what they like, that's when the relationship starts. And that's why we follow who we follow. If you go and think about what do you read, what do you listen to, what's your thing, and, you're going to, and then you take it a step further and you think, no, now I get it. Why? Because they, they, it sounds like it's resonating, as we say. And you can tell someone that has a lot of courage in a personal conversation. If they're more interested in what you have to say and what you're into rather than yelling out what they believe and what they want. And that's where a lot of people get it wrong, I think. Because totally. to, to understand who your ideal customer is, you have to then also understand who your ideal customer is not and have the exactly. courage to write those people off and not a lot of people want to do that. Yeah, and it's that whole scarcity thing. So it's, you know, I think what happens is that people talk at you, you know, online. You're getting talk at. You're not talk, or you're not being spoken with. You're not having that conversation. So, yeah, my, my focus is all about the conversation. It's all about the relationship because when you, you know, there's a saying that came from Mother Teresa and she said, be faithful to the small and the big will come. And what that means, be faithful to the small, is being faithful to these relationships because you don't know who knows who. I have this saying, people know people know people, which is why if when done well, you don't need to spend a cent on advertising. Okay, go on. You have my attention. What do you mean you don't need to spend a cent on advertising? Look, look, uh, people will tell you Facebook is dead or business pages or, or things like that. When you consistently and we're going to get to that old consistency word but when you show up and be who you are online consistently your followers will come and it's the same even in e-women network when you put in the work when you participate in this stage right now we are all the media meaning we all have the opportunity to be a part of the media because hey look at us right now we're part of the media the thing is you can either choose to participate or you can be passive and watch and listen. But if you participate, you're then part of the media, which means that you have an opportunity to grow your followers, 
be a micro-influencer, influencer. It doesn't, I don't care how many followers you've got, but it's about being true to that message. And when you work collaborative, and one of my passions in life and uh, is to remove the silos in small business because, you know, like you go to your local shops and they're all lined up and they're all doing their own thing. But imagine if they collaboratively work together because how many of us have similar ideal customers? Many, but we're all doing our own thing. So if we collaboratively work together, and this is what I teach my clients, so this is, this is a foundation, is that we collaborate and if we collaborate collectively, you'd be shocked at how much that great engagement, so there's a marketing term, and what that means is how many people are actually engaging with your content, not likes, I don't really care about the likes, but it's the comments and the shares. When they're connecting, but you've got ambassadors or you've got people who are collaborating, actively supporting you online, if you have 10, say there was 10 businesses, and we all actively shared, commented, absolutely rallied around like cheerleaders for each other. How much engagement do you think we'd have? A lot. To get that engagement, you have to be authentic and you have to be direct with a very clear target audience, which also means you've got to be consistent. And some people might think being consistent and saying the same types of things over and over can be kind of boring or flat. How do you keep it fresh and how do you keep it fun if you're targeting the same people over and over again? like reality TV, you know? It's a bit like The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't watch it, okay? Just letting you know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> or in Australia, we have this show called Married at First Sight. So these couples, I don't know if you guys got it in America, they marry literally and then the whole show is the reality TV of watching these people develop relationships with these randoms. And it's so popular, but it's so horrifyingly bad. You, you just can't look away because you're saying, no, this cannot be. Just imagine if your social media, because your real stories about doing real, look at the crazy things that happen to each of us every day. You know, here I am, I've got the mic from my son who does some gaming and I've got him going, hey, I'm, I'm going on a podcast and I need a mic, can you help me out? And it's hilarious. Like that's actually quite a funny story because here I am going, yeah, 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 you know, I could be a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> I say could not be a YouTuber. But you know what I mean? It's, it's what I'm saying is that I'm real, I'm authentic. So I have this thing I call it real people doing real things. If you just share the real random side of you, not always, not always serious, right? Because as human to humans, you know, we like to have a laugh. We like to communicate. We like to see the funny things in life. And social media is all about being social. So, if you show that, it's quite funny. So that's where we get the width and that's what people like following. So next time you're thinking about your own social media, no, you don't have to be like married at first sight or The Bachelor, but it's the funny side, like in business, the funny things that happen or the, this the random and it's, it's not breaking confidentiality. It's not doing any of those things because you're sharing it from you, if that makes sense. Real people doing real things. That yeah. is gold. Cool. That's, so that's my, that's my thing. I, that's what I do. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of folks listening to the show that have never had the chance to meet you yet, and they will. But they will. you help people with their voice and with their social media. Give us some fresh perspectives on maybe people that you follow or resources that you could point us towards that maybe we haven't heard about, but you have just from the nature of where you live and who you interact with. Well, everyone's heard of Rachel Hollis. I'd be shocked if you don't. Um, if you go and look at her videos, 
she's squatting on the floor, she's running, she's got no makeup. That's real. That's real media. That's her real side is what you see. Now, in Australia, and I can, this is where my memory post-chemo gets caught up, there's uh, Celeste, uh, what's her last name? So she does poses like models and it is beyond hilarious so she'll get an ad from something and she does it the same and honestly she's not a model and she's hilarious like she's got millions and millions of followers but that's that's marketing she she's made a life out of it she's made a business out of it purely by laughing at herself laughing at life and just taking off that layer of perfection is such a waste of time man imagine making marketing fun again right? Isn't yeah. that so refreshing to have a conversation about social media being a gas? And that's just right. Uh, we could keep on talking to you about social media for days, but um, I do want to talk about the chapter and Australia in general. You're the managing director for Australia. How did that come about? How is it going and where is it going? Uh, look, you know, it's it's a story. It's a bit of a random thing. Uh, back in 2018, I had literally just finished treatment for breast cancer and I was in this group that a lot of you will have heard of, so I don't want to mention the name. It's a Facebook group. It's a, it's a group for women entrepreneurs. And um, I must have put a comment up on something. I am so really in there because it's such a dodgy group. Like it's so, it's good, but it's so bad at the same time. Uh, and one of those horrifying things again. And anyway, uh, this girl called Tracy Quinn commented back to my post. I went, okay, cool. Then about a day later, I got um, a private message from this lady called Tracy Quinn, she said, hey, you know, I really loved your post. You'd love to catch up. And you know, opportunity knocks. You always, you know, you take the opportunity. As I said, be faithful to the small. So I had this conversation with her and she said, oh, man, have you ever heard about eWomen Network? You'd be perfect. And I went, eWomen Network? Sandra Yancey? Never heard of it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so I, I looked it up. Had a look around and I was very fortunate to meet the gorgeous Janelle McCauley and had a conversation with Janelle. And when I heard the values of eWomen Network, I was in. And to be honest, when I first joined, I joined the Florida chapter. And this is at a time when eWomen Network was just purely face-to-face. But so here I am in Port Macquarie in Australia and I'm part of the Florida chapter, which was hilarious. And then, and then I got on a call out with Sandra and Janelle, and that's when we decided, let's go for it. We're going to launch Australia. And I think since then, every single eWomen Network person or member that I've met, we just walk the same values. And I think after being in business for almost 10 years, it's so refreshing to find your tribe. It's so refreshing to be in alignment with people who just get it, who have the same values. And, and that's how it came about was this randomness. And uh, we've, we've just signed up a lady from Singapore. And believe it or not, I met this woman in that same group. And, she's cool. a, and she is super cool. So she's in Singapore part of the Australia chapter, but because we've got, um, we've, we've only been online, we've only ever had one face-to-face event in the year that it's been running. So the way I liken where it's going is this. 
It's a bit like a flash mob. So imagine yourself, right? You're in the shopping centre, everyone's milling around, doing their own thing, and then suddenly someone starts singing, just one person. No backup, they're just singing. And they're singing, you know, and everyone's just looking at them and other people are still shopping and then suddenly a few people stop and then a couple of people start singing or playing, you know, beating a drum with that person. That's what it's like building eWomen Network in Australia. It's literally I'm building my flash mob. So, uh, you know, I will not break into song, but (laughs) (laughs) it's really around, you know, it's just one person and then you influence another person and then they influence another person. And before you know it, we've got, I think there's 25 members currently. It's been a slow and steady climb, but as I said, my vision is a big vision. And uh, so is Sandra's and Kim's, by the way, in this space. So Australia... When the traction comes, we just keep banging our drums. We keep singing that song and people will see that. And that's where the consistency comes in. You keep doing that. You keep showing up no matter what. Boom. We got ourselves a really cool little community going on here. So what can we do if we're not in Australia to support you and your growth efforts? Is there anything that we can do to back you up? Well, if you know any Aussies. And thinking about if you know anyone on this side of the world, as I said, I've just proved that we can go into Asia. So if there's someone you know who would find our events of, um, of value, introduce me. Um, I, I, and the thing is, it could go with, with the way it's gone online, it, it, it can go anywhere. So to me, as I say, people know people know people and it just flows and it goes the other way. You know, it goes to the people who I met in the States and, and the connections that have been done, like, at the moment, they're just crazy. You know, it's really just taking off at the moment with active connections and people working together and collaborations between Australian members and the US. So it goes both ways. How can we help you guys? Because collectively, we're one heck of a uh, flash mob. What's neat about the podcast is we can talk from anyone literally from all around the world. And today we had the chance to prove it. So a big offer to anyone in the Australia chapter or international, go to liftaswecclimbpodcast.com and sign up for the VIP list. And you can always come on the show too. You can register there to apply to be on the show, just like Bron. Man, I, I literally could keep talking to you for an hour. You're an absolute delight. But thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Through Braun, I've had the pleasure of meeting with a few Australian chapter members, and they have been great. I'd highly recommend connecting with her. Her contact information is in the show notes. One other tip, there's now an eWomen International Facebook group that's growing like crazy. If you're on Facebook, you might want to look it up. Earlier in the show, I mentioned a cool new giveaway. Did you know that you have a chance to win a prize and become a Lift As We Climb VIP? If you love podcasts and audiobooks, you're going to love this. I'm giving away a three-month membership to audible.com at the end of the month. All you need to do is register as a Lift As We Climb VIP by May 31st, 2020. Here's how you do it. Text the word LIFT, L-I-F-T, to 414-240-1315. That's LIFT to 414-240-1315. And you'll get on the alert list and you'll be entered to win. It takes less than 30 seconds to do so, but remember your normal data and message rates may apply. Go ahead and share this around with your friends, but you will not see this in the show notes. This is just for eWomen podcast listeners. Get in the contest. I'll draw a winner in June. 
And if you've been listening to the show and you think, I'd like to be on that, well, we're doing a guest call. If you've got something to say and you want to be on this podcast, I want to highlight members along with our premier success coaches, managing directors, and VIPs. Here's how you do it. Visit liftasweclimbpodcast.com and you can apply to be on the show. Make sure to apply today before this list gets way too long. Liftasweclimbpodcast.com and apply today. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship building concierge, the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star, and cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach and a premier success coach for the eWomen Network. If you'd like to learn more about me and how I might be able to help you, visit my website, patmillerideacoach.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.